Preparation for the Feast of Pentecost Season of Resurrection 39th day May 20th 2020 Today we will be reflecting on a major topic the sin against the Holy Spirit I will be doing this with my daughter Sophia The sin against the Holy Spirit or blasphemy against the Holy Spirit. We all might have heard this many times during our parish homilies or retreats that the only sin that will not be forgiven is the sin against the Holy Spirit. When I heard this during one of the retreats I attended during my high school years, I was so confused because I was taught from the preschool time that God is love and the only nature of God is love and he loves us irrespective of whatever we do which is an unconditional love how could I understand with my teenage brain it did not strike me for many many years I have read in the Gospel of Matthew some time about this later. Therefore I say to you every sin and blasphemy will be forgiven people but blasphemy against the spirit will not be forgiven. And whoever speaks a word against the son of man will be forgiven but whoever speak against the holy spirit will not be forgiven. either in this age or in the age to come Matthew chapter 12 verses 31 to 32 later i found the similar verses in the gospel of luke and mark then i started searching about this i don't think i got a good answer for many many years Saint Augustine says in his De verb Dom sum we should despair of no man so long as our lord's patience bring him back to repentance but if any sin cannot be forgiven it would be possible to despair of some sinners therefore the sin against the holy spirit or holy ghost can be forgiven taken from summa theology Saint Aquinas says this is a sin that is unforgivable by its very nature in so far as it excludes the elements through which the forgiveness of sin takes place taken again from encyclical of Saint John Paul II on Holy Spirit I am still trying to understand the true meaning of this bible verse and the comments from great saints and I finally found some satisfying answers which is easy to understand in the encyclical of Saint John Paul second on holy spirit I would like to share this thoughts with you all
Saint John Paul describes that the sin against the Holy Spirit is not only the offending against the Holy Spirit in words but it is the refusal to accept the salvation through Holy Spirit which was given to us by the price of the departure of Jesus Christ or through the redemptive power of the blood of Jesus Christ the blood that purifies the conscience from dead works this refusal to accept this salvation will lead to the refusal to accept the forgiveness this means that if we are not repenting repenting sincerely for our sins which again means lack of readiness for radical conversion of our soul blasphemy against the holy spirit then is the sin committed by the person who claims to have a right to persist in evil in any sin at all and who thus rejects the redemption by doing the sin against the holy spirit one imprison himself or herself to the divine source of the purification of consciences and of the remission of sins this is also taken from encyclical of saint paul saint john paul second on holy spirit parishuddhaatmavane edireyulla tinmeye patti allengil tetine patti മനസ്സിലാക്കുവാനായിട്ട് ഞാൻ കുഞ്ഞിലേ തൊട്ട് ആഗ്രഹിച്ചിരുന്നു പല റിട്രീറ്റുകളിലും പല ഹോമിലുകളിലും കേട്ടു തഴമ്പിച്ച ഒരു കാര്യമായിരുന്നു പരിശുദ്ധാത്മാവിന് എതിരെയുള്ള പാപം അത് ഏറ്റവും വലിയ തെറ്റായിട്ടാണ് സപ്തിരിസഭ നമ്മെ പഠിപ്പിച്ചിരിക്കുന്നത് അത് മനസ്സിലാക്കാനായിട്ട് വളരെ ബുദ്ധിമുട്ടുള്ളൊരു കോൺസെപ്റ്റായിരുന്നു പക്ഷേ ജോൺ പോൾ സെക്കൻഡിൻ്റെ സെയിൻറ്റ് ജോൺ പോൾ സെക്കൻഡിൻ്റെ എൻസൈക്കിൾക്കൾ വായിച്ചു കഴിഞ്ഞപ്പോൾ അതിൻ്റെ അർത്ഥം എത്ര ബ്യൂട്ടിഫുള്ളായിട്ടാണ് പരിശുദ്ധ പിതാവ് എഴുതി വച്ചിരിക്കുന്നത് ഇത്രയും ദിവസം നമ്മൾ പഠിച്ചതനുസരിച്ച് പിതാവായ ദൈവത്തിന് നമ്മോടുള്ള സ്നേഹത്തെ പ്രതി തൻ്റെ ഏകജാതനായ പുത്രനെ നൽകുവാൻ തക്കവിധം അവിടെ നിന്ന് നമ്മെ സ്നേഹിച്ചു തൻ്റെ ഏകജാതൻ്റെ കുരിശു മരണം വഴിയായിട്ട് അവിടുത്തെ ഉത്ഥാനം വഴിയായിട്ട് അവിടുത്തെ സ്വർഗാരോഹണം വഴിയായിട്ട് അതായത് തൻ്റെ കുരിശു മരണത്തിൻ്റെ അല്ലെങ്കിൽ തൻ്റെ പീഡാനുഭവത്തിൻ്റെ വിലയാൽ അവിടുത്തെ തിരുരക്തത്തിൻ്റെ വിലയാൽ നമുക്ക് ഈശോ നേടിത്തന്ന ഏറ്റവും വലിയ സ്വർഗീയ സമ്മാനമാണ് പരിശുദ്ധാത്മാവ് ആ പരിശുദ്ധാത്മാവിനെ നമുക്ക് നൽകിയതിൻ്റെ പിന്നിലുള്ള ഏറ്റവും വലിയ സത്ത അല്ലെങ്കിൽ അതിനുള്ള കാരണം എന്ന് പറയുന്നത് ഈശോയുടെ തിരുരക്തം വഴി നമ്മൾ രക്ഷിക്കപ്പെടണം എന്നുള്ളതാണ് പരിശുദ്ധാത്മാവ് വന്നു കഴിയുമ്പോൾ 
പാപം എന്തെന്ന് തിരിച്ചറിയുവാനായിട്ട് നമ്മുടെ മനസ്സാക്ഷിയെ ഒരുക്കുവാനായിരുന്നു കർത്താവായ ഈശോയുടെയും പിതാവായ ദൈവത്തിൻ്റെയും ആഗ്രഹം നമ്മെ രക്ഷിക്കാനായിട്ട് ഭൂമിയിലേക്ക് അവതരിച്ച ഈശോയുടെ രക്ഷാകര പദ്ധതി മനസ്സിലാക്കാതെ അവിടത്തെ വിളി തിരിച്ചറിയാതെ നമ്മൾ അവിടുത്തെ കുരിശിൽ തറച്ചു ആ രക്ഷാകര പദ്ധതിയിൽ ഭാഗമാകുവാനായിട്ട് ഭാഗമാകുവാനായിട്ട് നാം കാണിച്ച തിരസ്കരണമാണ് അല്ലെങ്കിൽ അതിനോട് ചേർന്ന് നിൽക്കുവാനുള്ള നമ്മുടെ മനസ്സില്ലായ്മയാണ് ഏറ്റവും വലിയ പാപമെന്നാണ് പരിശുദ്ധാത്മാവ് നമ്മെ പറഞ്ഞു പഠിപ്പിക്കുവാനായിട്ട് ആഗ്രഹിക്കുന്നത് ഈ പരിശുദ്ധാത്മാവിൻ്റെ പഠനങ്ങൾക്ക് ചെവി കൊടുക്കുവാനായിട്ട് നമ്മൾക്ക് സാധിക്കാതെ വരുമ്പോൾ ദൈവീക പദ്ധതിയോട് നമ്മൾ വേർതലിച്ചു നിൽക്കുകയാണ് ദൈവിക പദ്ധതിയായിട്ട് സഹകരിക്കുവാനായിട്ട് നമ്മൾ തയ്യാറാകുന്നില്ല അങ്ങനെ വന്നു കഴിയുമ്പോൾ പാപം എന്തെന്ന് നമ്മുടെ മനസ്സാക്ഷിക്ക് മനസ്സിലാകാതിരിക്കുകയും ശരിയായിട്ടുള്ള ഒരു റിപ്പൻറ്റൻസ് അല്ലെങ്കിൽ പശ്ചാത്താപം നമ്മുടെ മനസ്സിൻ്റെ ഉള്ളിൽ നടക്കാതിരിക്കുകയും ചെയ്യുമ്പോൾ ഈ പാപത്തിൽ നിന്ന് അതായത് സാക്രമെൻസ് വഴിയായിട്ടും ദൈവികമായിട്ട് നമ്മൾക്ക് ലഭിക്കേണ്ടിയിരുന്ന റിപ്പൻറ്റൻസ് അല്ലെങ്കിൽ റെമിഷൻ ഓഫ് സെൻസ് നമ്മൾക്ക് ലഭിക്കാതെ പോകുന്നു അങ്ങനെ ലഭിക്കാതെ വരുമ്പോൾ ആക്ച്വലി നമ്മൾ സ്വർഗം നഷ്ടപ്പെടുത്തുകയാണ് ചെയ്യുന്നത് അങ്ങനെ നമ്മളോട് നമ്മോട് ഫൊർഗീവ് ചെയ്യണം അല്ലെങ്കിൽ ക്ഷമിക്കണം എന്ന് ഏറ്റവും വലിയ ആഗ്രഹമുള്ള പിതാവായ ദൈവത്തിൻ്റെയും പുത്രനായ ദൈവത്തിൻ്റെയും പരിശുദ്ധാത്മാവായ ദൈവത്തിൻ്റെയും ആഗ്രഹത്തിന് നമ്മൾ തടസ്സം നിൽക്കുമ്പോഴാണ് ഇത് അൺഫോർഗീവബിൾ സിന്നായിട്ട് ക്ഷമിക്കുവാൻ പറ്റാത്ത ക്ഷമിക്കുവാൻ പറ്റാത്ത തിന്മയായിട്ട് മാറുന്നതുള്ളൂ അതാണ് സെയിൻറ്റ് ജോൺ പോൾ സെക്കൻഡ് ആക്ച്വലി നക്ഷലായിട്ട് നമ്മളെ അദ്ദേഹത്തിൻ്റെ എൻസൈക്ലിക്കൽ വഴിയായിട്ട് പഠിപ്പിക്കുന്നത് ഇനി കൂടുതലുള്ള കാര്യങ്ങൾ സോഫിയ നമ്മൾക്ക് പറഞ്ഞു തരുന്നതായിരിക്കും വി ഓൾസോ വിൽ ബി റിഫ്ലക്റ്റിംഗ് അപ്പോൺ ദ ഹോളി സ്പിരിറ്റ് ഇൻ ദ ലൈഫ് ഓഫ് സെയിൻറ്റ് ജോൺ ദ ഡിസൈപ്പിൾ ഹോം ജീസസ് ലവ് ദ മോസ്റ്റ് reading from the book of Ephesians chapter 4 verses 1 to 32 Then a prisoner for the Lord urge you to live in a manner worthy of the call you have received with all humility and gentleness with patience bearing with one another through love striving to preserve the unity of the spirit through the bond of peace one body and one spirit as you were also called to the one hope of your call one Lord one faith one baptism one god and father of all who is over all and through all in all but grace was given to each of us according to the measure of Christ's gifts therefore it says he ascended on high and took prisoners captive he gave gifts to men what does he ascended mean except that he also descended into the lower regions of the earth The one who descended is also the one who ascended far above all the heavens that he might fill all things. And he gave some as apostles, 
others as prophets, others as evangelists, others as pastors and teachers, to equip the holy ones for the work of ministry, for building up the body of Christ, until we all attain to the unity of faith and knowledge of the Son of God, to mature manhood, to the extent of the full stature of Christ, so that we may no longer be infants tossed by waves and swept along by every wind of teaching arising from human trickery, from their cunning in the interests of deceitful scheming. Rather, living the truth in love, we should grow in every way into him who is the head, Christ, from whom the whole body joined and held together by every supporting ligament, with the proper functioning of each part, brings about the body's growth and builds itself in love. So I declare and testify in the Lord that you must no longer live as the Gentiles do, in the futility of their minds, darkened in understanding, alienated from the life of God because of their ignorance, because of their hardness of heart. They have become callous and have handed themselves over to listlessness for the practice of every kind of immortality to excess. This is not how you learned Christ, assuming that you have heard him and were taught in him, as truth is in Jesus, that you should put away the old self of your former way of life, corrupted through deceitful desires, and be renewed in the spirit of your minds, and put on the new self, created in God's way, in righteousness and holiness of truth. Therefore, putting away falsehood, speak the truth, each one to his neighbor, for we are members one of another. Be angry, but do not sin. Do not let the sun set on your anger, and do not leave room for the devil. The thief must no longer steal, but rather labor, doing honest work with his own hands, so that he may have something to share with one in need. No foul language should come out from your mouths, but only such as is good for needed edification, that it may impart grace to those who hear. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, with which you were sealed with, for the day of redemption. All bitterness, fury, anger, shouting, and reviling must be removed from you along with all malice. Taken from the USACB. The Dominum et Vivificantum On the Holy Spirit in the life of the church in the world. The sin against the Holy Spirit. We know that the result of such a purification is the forgiveness of sins. Therefore, whoever rejects the Spirit and blood remains in dead works is sin. And the blasphemy against the Holy Spirit consists precisely in the radical refusal to accept this forgiveness, of which he is the intimate giver and which presupposes the genuine conversion which he brings about in the conscience. If Jesus said that blasphemy against the Holy Spirit cannot be forgiven either in this life or in the next, it is because this non-forgiveness is linked as to its cause, to non-repentance, in other words, to the radical refusal to be converted. This means 
the refusal to come to the sources of redemption, which nevertheless remains always open in the economy of salvation, in which the mission of the Holy Spirit is accomplished. The Spirit has infinite power to draw from these sources. He will take what is mine, Jesus said. In this way, he brings to the completion in human souls the work of the redemption accomplished by Christ and distributes its fruits. Blasphemy against the Holy Spirit, then, is the sin committed by the person who claims to have a right to persist in evil in any sin at all, and who thus rejects redemption. One closes oneself up in sin, thus making it impossible to one's conversion, and consequently the remission of sins, which one considers not essential or not important for one's life. This is a state of spiritual ruin because blasphemy against the Holy Spirit does not allow one to escape from the self-imposed imprisonment and open oneself to the divine sources of the purification of the consciences and the remission of sins. The action of the Holy Spirit of Truth, which works towards the salvific convincing concerning sin encounters in a person, in this condition, an interior resistance, as it were an impenetrability of conscience, a state of mind which could be described as fixed by reason of a free choice. This is what sacred scripture usually calls hardness of heart. In our own time, this attitude of mind and heart is perhaps reflected in the loss of the sense of sin, to which the apostolic exhortation Reconciliato et Penitentia devotes many pages. Pope Pius VII had already declared that the sin of the century is the loss of the sense of sin, and this loss goes hand in hand with the loss of the sense of God. In the exhortation just mentioned, we read, In fact, God is the origin and the supreme end of man, and man carries in himself a divine seed. Hence, it is the reality of God that reveals and illustrates the mystery of man. It is therefore vain to hope that there will, there will take root a sense of sin against man and against human values. If there is no sense of offense against God, namely the true sense of sin. Hence the Church constantly implores from God the grace that integrity of human consciences will not be lost, and their healthy sensitivity will regard to good and evil will not be blunted. This integrity and sensitivity are profoundly linked to the intimate action of the Spirit of Truth. In this light, the exhortations of St. Paul assume particular eloquence. Do not quench the Spirit, do not grieve the Holy Spirit, but above all, the Church constantly implores with the greatest favor that there will be no increase in the world of sin that the Gospel calls blasphemy against the Holy Spirit. 
rather she prays that it will decrease in human souls and consequently in the forms and structures of society itself and that it will make room for that openness of conscience necessary for the saving action of the Holy Spirit. The Church prays that the dangerous sin against the Spirit will give way to a holy readiness to accept his mission. As the counselor, when he comes to convince the world concerning sin and righteousness and judgment. In his farewell discourse, Jesus linked these three areas of convincing as elements of the mission of the paraclete, sin, righteousness, and judgment. They mark out the area of that mysterium petitis that in human history is opposed to sin, to the mystery of iniquity. On one hand, as St. Augustine says, there is love to self to the point of contempt of God. On the other, love of God to the point of contempt of self. The church constantly lifts her lifts up her prayer and renders her service in order that the history of consciences and the history of societies in the great human family will not descend towards the pole of sin, but by the rejection of God's commandments to the point of contempt of God, but rather will rise toward the love in which the sin that gives life is revealed. Those who let themselves be convinced that let themselves be convinced concerning sin by the Holy Spirit also allow themselves to be convinced concerning righteousness and judgment. The Spirit of Truth, who helps human beings, human consciences, to know the truth concerning sin, at the same time enables them to know the truth about that righteousness which entered human history in Jesus Christ. In this way, those who are convinced concerning sin and those who are converted through the action of the counselor are, in a sense, led out of the range of the judgment, that judgment by which the ruler of this world is judged. In the depths of its divine human mystery, conversion means the breaking of every fetter by which sin binds to man to the whole of the mystery of iniquity. Those who are converted, therefore, are led by the Holy Spirit out of the range of the judgment and introduced into the righteousness which is in Christ Jesus and is in him precisely because he receives it from the Father as a reflection of the holiness of the Trinity. This is the righteousness from the gospel and of the, of, and of the redemption the righteousness of the Sermon on the Mount and the Cross, which affects the purifying of the conscience through the blood of the Lamb. It is the righteousness with which the Father gives to the Son and to those united with Him in truth and in love. In this righteousness, the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of the Father and the Son, who convinces the world concerning sin, reveals himself and makes himself present in man as the spirit of eternal life, taken from the Vatican website. The Saint's Corner St. John the Apostle We reflect on St. 
We reflected on St. James yesterday, and today we reflect on his brother, St. John the Apostle. When I think of St. John, the first two words that come to my mind is love and word. Every time I read the Gospel of St. John, my heart fills with love and also fills with the desire to learn the live and live the Word of God. I am pretty sure the picture of Mother Mary and St. John at the cross is one of the pictures that we will never forget in the way of the cross. We know that John is described in the Gospel as the disciple whom Jesus loved, as said in John chapter 13 verse 23 and John chapter 18 verse 16 and described in many other places as well. John was sitting next to Jesus during the Last Supper. John and Peter were the only ones sent by Jesus for preparing Passover. St. James was one of the three close disciples of Jesus. John followed Jesus until his cross while all the other disciples ran away. We should also remember the fact that Jesus entrusted John for taking care of his mother Mary, and Jesus entrusted Mother Mary to be with John as a spiritual help. Standing by the cross of Jesus were his mother and his mother's sister Mary, the wife of Cleopas, and Mary of Magdala. When Jesus saw his mother and the disciple there whom he loved, he said to his mother, Woman, behold your son. Then he said to the disciple, Behold your mother. And from that hour the disciple took her into his home. John and Peter were the first disciples who saw the resurrected Jesus after the woman. John was with Peter during the first miracle done done by St. Peter. It is said that John took care of Mother Mary, and he went to Ephesus after the ascension of Mother Mary, after the assumption of Mother Mary. John wrote one gospel, three epistles of the book of Revelation. He is also known as the Apostle of Charity and had a natural death in AD 98 in Ephesus the last disciple to die. St. John is the patron saint of love, loyalty, friendships, and authors. His feast day is December 27th. This information was found from www.catholic.org saints. Now we will pray, we will pray Saint Saint John the Apostle's Prayer for Best Friends Lord, you are our best friend, and love us like none other. May my own best friend share in your goodness and love for me. Help each one of us to have a good friend who truly wants what is best for our souls. Thank you, Lord, for hearing my prayer. Saint John, we pray to... We pray for each one of us to have a stronger, Christ-centered, prayer-focused relationship and friendship in in communion with the saints, angels, and the Holy Trinity. May we enjoy going to Mass and adoration with our friend, praying the Rosary, Divine Mercy, 
and other devotions learning about the Lord through the scripture and the church teaching together. Pray that we bring new people into the church as friends, O glorious Apostle, who on account of thy virginal purity was so beloved by Jesus as to deserve to lie thy head upon his divine breast and to be left in his presence as son to his most holy mother, I beg thee to inflame me with the most ad- most ardent love towards Jesus and Mary. Obtain for me from our Lord that I too, with the heart purified from earthly affections, may be worthy to be ever united with Jesus as a faithful disciple, and to Mary as a devoted son, both here on earth and eternally in heaven. St. John Please intercede for us with God so that we may always be blessed with friendships centered in your teaching. May we never stray from the path of goodness and always seek out to find a friend who will help us to stay in the faith. Amen. Taking fr- taken from the www.drcm.org slash prayer website. Thank you. Now let us pray the chaplet of Holy Spirit. Oh God, come to my assistance. Oh Lord, make haste to help me. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. First mystery. Come, O Spirit of Wisdom, detach us from earthly things, and infuse in us a love and taste of heavenly things. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your Spirit and renew the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your Spirit and renew the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your spirit and renew the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your spirit and renew the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your spirit and renew the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your spirit and renew the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your spirit and renew the world. O Mary, who by the work of the Holy Spirit, Conceive the Savior, pray for us. Second mystery, come, O Spirit of understanding, enlighten our minds with the light of your eternal truth and the riches of holy thoughts. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your Spirit and renew the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your Spirit and renew the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your Spirit and renew the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your Spirit and renew the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your Spirit and renew the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your Spirit and renew the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your Spirit and renew the world. O Mary, who by the work of the Holy Spirit, Conceive the Savior, pray for us. Third mystery, 
come o spirit of counsel make us docile to your inspirations and guide us in the way of salvation father in the name of jesus send forth your spirit and renew the world father in the name of jesus send forth your spirit and renew the world father in the name of jesus send forth your spirit and renew the world father in the name of jesus send forth your spirit and renew the world father in the name of jesus send forth your spirit and renew the world father in the name of jesus send forth your spirit and renew the world father in the name of jesus send forth your spirit and renew the world o mary who by the work of the holy spirit conceived the savior pray for us fourth mystery come o spirit of fortitude and give us strength constancy and victory in the battle against our spiritual enemies father in the name of jesus send forth your spirit and renew the world father in the name of jesus send forth your spirit and renew the world father in the name of jesus send forth your spirit and renew the world father in the name of jesus send forth your spirit and renew the world father in the name of jesus send forth your spirit and renew the world father in the name of jesus send forth your spirit and renew the world father in the name of jesus send forth your spirit and renew the world o mary who by the work of the holy spirit conceived the savior pray for us fifth mystery come o spirit of knowledge be the master of our souls and help us to put into practice your teachings father in the name of jesus send forth your spirit and renew the world father in the name of jesus send forth your spirit and renew the world father in the name of jesus send forth your spirit and renew the world father in the name of jesus send forth your spirit and renew the world father in the name of jesus send forth your spirit and renew the world father in the name of jesus send forth your spirit and renew the world father in the name of jesus send forth your spirit and renew the world o mary who by the work of holy spirit conceived the savior pray for us sixth mystery come o spirit of piety come to live in our heart to possess and sanctify all of our affections father in the name of jesus send forth your spirit and renew the world father in the name of jesus send forth your spirit and renew the world father in the name of jesus send forth your spirit and renew the world father in the name of jesus send forth your spirit and renew the world father in the name of jesus send forth your spirit and renew the world father in the name of jesus send forth your spirit and renew the world father in the name of jesus send forth your spirit and renew the world o mary who by the work of the holy spirit conceived the savior pray for us seventh mystery come o spirit of the fear of the lord reign over our will and make us always disposed to suffer every evil rather than to sin father in the name of jesus 
send forth your spirit and renew the world father in the name of jesus send forth your spirit and renew the world father in the name of jesus send forth your spirit and renew the world father in the name of jesus send forth your spirit and renew the world father in the name of jesus send forth your spirit and renew the world father in the name of jesus send forth your spirit and renew the world father in the name of jesus send forth your spirit and renew the world o mary who by the work of the holy spirit conceived the savior pray for us info invocation to mary o most pure virgin mary by your immaculate conception you are made a chosen tabernacle of divinity by the holy spirit pray for us may the divine paraclete come soon to renew the face of the earth hail mary full of grace lord is with you blessed are you amongst the women blessed is the fruit of thy womb jesus holy mary mother of god pray for us sinners now at the hour of our death amen O most pure virgin Mary by the mystery of the incarnation you became true mother of God by the holy spirit pray for us may the divine paraclete come soon to renew the face of the earth hail mary full of grace lord is with you blessed are you amongst the women blessed is the fruit of thy womb jesus holy mary mother of god pray for us sinners now at the hour of our death amen O most pure virgin Mary preserving in prayer with the apostles in the upper room you are abundantly inflamed by the holy spirit pray for us may the divine paraclete come soon to renew the face of the earth hail mary full of grace lord is with you blessed are you amongst the women blessed is the fruit of thy womb jesus holy mary mother of god pray for us sinners now at the hour of our death amen Let us pray. Send your spirit, Lord, and transform us interiorly with your gifts. Create in us a new heart that we may please you and be conformed to your will. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen.